Hello, everyone, and welcome to the special second anniversary of the holiday edition of Three Speech, the podcast that also follows the rule of three. It's two friends, three Christmas topics, and unlimited pop culture. I'm your host, Jamie. And I'm your host, Lynn, and I'm over here shoulder popping to that. Yeah, I know funky... that's really cute music, isn't it? I was it surprised is. I found something free that was like that good. <laughs> it's like a funky Santa's coming to town sort of thing. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll give credit to our little free music site. It's called Zap Splat. They, they always have really good stuff for us on there. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> So this will be a quick one today because we are only doing the three topics. In fact, I'm actually calling this episode 33 and a half. It's not quite episode 34. 34 will be our end of year edition. We're planning a few surprises for that one. So we'll call this 33 and a half Christmas time two. We have three topics for you today to watch during your Christmas season. Um, weirdly though, the three things that are kind of like new and that we thought, hey, these would be great new Christmassy things to watch, like we can do some recommendations for the audience. I don't know if we really liked them all that much. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to be a little bit mixed on some of these. I know I liked one that you didn't. You maybe liked one that I didn't. Like there was, there's, you know, it's sort of like ball in the audience's court. (laughs) That's true. We can only say we watch this and you can make your own decision as to what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we are going to, we're actually going to start with you, because you went and saw a movie that I did not see, and I was convinced it was going to be a Lynn Reviews Bad Christmas Movies, but you said it wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be, so tell us about Violent Night. So, Violent Night, now I have to ask you, I'm going to involve you in this, because I'm going to ask you a few questions. I love involvement. This will determine whether or not you should watch it, because I guess it's streaming, Oh, wow. now you could stream it on Redbox. Oh, oh, yeah. OK, if you, I love if, Redbox. You, if you wanted to. Um, So did you like Die Hard? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. So we got that. <laughs> I remember last year, Die Hard was my favorite Christmas movie. I know. I, I know that one's a rhetorical question. So oh, yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yes. So I, like, I, I should have known. I know that one. OK. OK. Right. Did you like Home Alone? Um not not really like okay it, it was okay I have some fundamental issues with like the setup of Home Alone <laughs> oh well I mean these people they would have died if yeah. he had <laughs> done what he did um it's and a not very only that but just like forgetting your child at the, at the house like I don't yeah. know like I've gone on field trips with like 50 plus kids and we didn't lose anyone so um I don't know <laughs> I mean it's like a it for that it's like a moment in time because those were the days where you could just walk up at an airport and oh, yeah, it wasn't it's all you different know now. it's yeah. all different now so that couldn't happen and at that age Kevin probably would have had a an iPhone and he would have oh, texted. Yeah, he could have just door dashed for, you know. Yeah, or he, he would have just texted, texted his mom. Yeah. <laughs> you guys forgot me. And she'd yeah. be like, okay, I'm sending an Uber for you. Yeah, exactly. End, <laughs> end of movie. Or um, Uber is not actually allowed to pick up kids who are under 18. What you need is a special offshoot of Uber called Kids Cap. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. It's We're not allowed idea. to send our kids an Uber. Yeah. yeah. Kids Cab, if you're curious, is the Uber where all the drivers have had background checks. Oh. Yep. 
I thought you were just making it up off the top I am of not head. making that up. It's actually illegal to put someone under 18 in an Uber by themselves. Oh, wow. But mm-hmm. you can put someone on a plane if they're under 18. <laughs> I know. Right? I don't know why I'm thinking these <laughs> I guess maybe the plane has a set destination and you know where it's going, where the Uber could just drive anywhere. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I guess. Anyway, so uh, is, okay. is Violet Night sort of like a mix between Die Hard and Home Alone? Is that kind of the idea? Yeah, and, the, and then I don't know if you've seen Bad Santa. Billy Bob Thornton? Yes. Okay, I'm familiar with it, but I haven't seen it. It's a mishmash of all three movies rolled into one and topped off with the genius that is David Harbour. I so do like David Harbour. That's so like I think you would enjoy this movie because David Harbour plays the real Santa. Mm-hmm. It's it's not, you know, it's not a joke or anything. He is really Santa. Santa has developed a drinking problem after all of these years. He hates huh, what he, he hates what he's doing. And he happens to be drinking. He he ends up at essentially a compound um, for the one percenters. And what like what kind of compound? Like an, oh, it's an like, alcoholics kind of no, thing? No, like I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking of like the Kennedy compound. Like oh, oh. it's it's far away from everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to go right now. Yeah, the the public can't get in, and it's you know. Inhabited by uber rich people. Oh no, it, I don't want them there. I just want to be there alone. Well, there. So, and, <laughs> and he happens to be there when uh, terrorists attack, and the terrorists are led by John Leguizamo. Oh boy. Yeah. It is just. It's just. So, what do the terrorists want? Money. Oh. Okay. And, and they just is, think that all these rich people just kind of. Well, they we'll have they, like gems and stuff to hand over. They they have some reconnaissance that the family in question that they've that they're holding uh, has three hundred million dollars in the house. Oh, in a safe. So it's like a safe cracking movie. You have uh, Beverly D'Angelo playing the matriarch of the family, and she is great in it. Uh, you also, if you're a fan of the Righteous Gemstones. The actress who plays, uh, oh God, I can't, Edie is there. Mm. So it's just such a fun and violent movie. And it's it reminded me of Bullet Train. And I later found out that they were produced by the same company. Oh, okay. So it we actually nothing. started Bullet Train the other night. Oh, we haven't gotten to the end yeah, of it, but we oh. we watched like half of it and we got through all the setup, and now it's like ready to go. So we just need to finish it. Yeah, I mean, is it's not Bullet Train is not bringing anything new to the genre. No, no, it was um, and the editing I have to admit was real choppy. So that was like, eh, I'm not really sure how I felt about that cutting back and forth, real sharp cuts, you know? Yeah. But um, but I get it in terms of the genre, so, and it seemed like it was going to be, you know, fun. Exactly, um, and that's exactly what Violent Night is. Okay, all right. It's a okay. fun, gory movie. There's a lot of, um, you know, creative ways to die. That's why I like that gross-out humor kind of stuff? Yeah, some of it is, and some of it um, is more like, oof, sort of stuff mm-hmm. very um very cringe it's like oh i would never think of attacking someone with 
insert this weapon here. Mm. But it's a really fun movie. I will probably be adding it uh, to the the anti-Christmas movies that I tend to watch. Um, Just because it's so fun. Yeah, I probably will watch it at some point then if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, it's an it's an action movie. It's got some dark comedy thrown in there. It's, you know, it's a good time. Okay. And you said uh, a, you can stream it already, so. Yeah, you can stream I mean, is this gonna, movie going to become a classic? No. Is, you know, is is this people are going to remember it in a few years? Probably not. But it's fun. Although you say that, but it's, like, funny because I actually can think of, like, three or four other people at the school where I work who who saw it. Because yeah. they were all it was it was just something that you just kind of don't see every year. You know, usually Christmas movies kind of take on the the opposite tone and feeling. So they just kind of were like, oh, this is different, you know, and kind of went went with it. Did they did they like it? Yeah, as far as yeah. I can tell, there was no major like I think everybody kind of knew what they were getting into. And so, right. you know, it's almost like you don't really have a lot to complain about because you you knew what was coming. <laughs> it, yeah. It, and it was actually it was one of those rare movies that it was fun to see with other people because mm. you're all like, oh, like people are yeah. doing things like that. Like because mm-hmm. it's an R rated movie. So technically, everyone who's in there should be adults um, ish. ish mm-hmm. But you know, it's not a masterpiece. It's not going to become a Christmas carol or anything, but mm-hmm. it, it's definitely hit the spot. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So that might be like maybe one of the higher recommended things here, depending on how the rest of these go. <laughs> yeah. Um, this this second one, I, I'm i going to tell you I was not a fan, and I, I kind of feel like maybe you enjoyed it a little more than I did, so I don't know if you're going to defend it or not, but <laughs> you and I were pretty big fans of the show Murderville when it came out. You got me into it. I didn't think I was going to like it. You know, I'm pretty hit or miss when it comes to humor, and um, the murder mystery aspect of the show kind of pulled me through. It was almost like watching people solve an escape room, you know, things like that. It I enjoyed it. I, I I thought it was a clever premise and, and you know, pretty good execution. Some were definitely better than others. Well, Murderville did a Christmas special called <laughs> Who Killed Santa? And for this Christmas special, they tried to, you know, kind of ratchet it up or ramp it up a little bit. They had, um, instead of one guest coming on, they had essentially three people coming on to try and solve this murder. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Bateman, Maya Rudolph, and then Ugh. somebody who doesn't matter, honestly. <laughs> no, it's it's true. Like, and when you, like I, yeah, I when you see him come on, you're like, oh, why? Yeah, what are you because, doing? Like, because Jason Bateman, and I guess Jason Bateman has a very dry sense of humor. So which if is you, fine. Yeah, and if you were a fan of Arrested Development, you were going to be excited. Maya Rudolph, and I actually, I was talking to my sister about this earlier. The issue with Maya Rudolph is she has her roots in improv. Mm -hmm. She is going to try to be as funny as possible. Whereas the other Murderville guest stars have no background in improv. And they're really just trying to figure out what is going on. Except Conan, right? You yeah, Co- but like even even Conan, I don't feel like he, I don't feel like he's over the top. No, that's like, the thing. Like if he had that, he reined it in for the yes. show. Like he was more subdued, and he tried to like match the the kind of tone of the show a little bit, exactly. which is probably why he was the best guest. Whereas like 
Bateman and Maya Rudolph, like they they kind of went all in and it just became like a giggle fest kind of thing a little bit. And the other thing I didn't understand was they kept bringing these people in after they had already interviewed certain suspects. So like I'm, I'm going to spoil this almost immediately. So, you know, if you're going to watch it. I know, here it comes, but they, <laughs> the first guy that they interview literally had all the markers of this guy is obviously the killer. Because yeah, um, I was paying it. I got it right. I was. Yeah, no, attention. so did we. Yeah, yeah, I was paying attention because, you know, watching the shows before, I wasn't paying attention. But to I feel it. like this one kind of hit you over the head with the clues. You know what I mean? Like they weren't yeah. subtle. And then the other thing was the middle person that they interviewed the second person the girl she didn't actually have anything that counted against her she just didn't have as many things that counted for her as the first guy you could rule the last one out because she didn't like the taste of mint but the middle one you couldn't actually rule out she just didn't have as many things as the first one did so I, I was kind of irritated with that because it was like, okay, the writing kind of took a step back from the the normal show where you definitely could rule people out and rule people in if you were paying attention. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then Maya Rudolph, she had she was introduced later in the show after they had already interviewed the person who ended up being the killer. So what was the point of even having her if she wasn't there for the real one? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't understand that at all. I thought – and so – up until Maya Rudolph came in, I was really enjoying it. I I love Jason Bateman. Yeah, I was I was enjoying, enjoying it too. I actually said to my husband, "Hey, I wonder if this is actually two episodes, one that's with Jason Bateman right. and one with yeah." That so would have made more that's sense. What, yeah, it would have for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. So that that was where I had the issue because I'm like, oh, Maya Rudolph's not going to come in for a while. And I'm like, this is going to be two episodes because it is it is double the runtime of a normal episode. Right. Right. So and when the episode I and I know you were talking about like a lot of giggling, like I thought it was funny when Sean Hayes was there as Santa and Jason Bateman's like, oh, you got Sean Hayes on in on this because they have a podcast together, the three of them. Oh, so and then when he was trying to determine if he was dead or not, like Sean Hayes was kept turning and didn't want to do the mouth to mouth resuscitation. Like yeah, yeah. I thought like I thought that was funny. I thought the interview of the first suspect was funny when he got into his locker room clothes and Jason Bateman's trying to keep a straight face. Um, I thought it was kind of funny when they did good cop, bad cop. And he was like, you're Russian cop, you're Irish yes. cop. You're, you know, I thought that was kind of good. But, like, all of those were just, like, bits. They didn't really contribute to the whole theme of the show, if you know what I mean. I don't think there was a theme. No, yeah, it was so <laughs> <laughs> There was no cohesiveness. I said, to, I said to my husband, I was like, I wonder if all of the regular Murderville episodes, the murders themselves were actually based on the UK original. And for this one, they actually had to write their own murder and their own clues, and they were lost. <laughs> Well, and the other thing is, at this point, you know, Jason Bateman, Maya Rudolph, and Pete Davidson knew what they were walking into. There's not that surprise. Yeah, there's no surprise, yeah. They know what the show is. They know what but the But I think they took is. it too far. Like, they took it, like, I was kind of irritated when at the end they were supposed to pick who they thought was the real killer, but they were just picking, like, oh, Terry Seattle's the killer. No, uh, oh, Santa committed suicide. That's the killer. Like, and I was like, come on. Like, you, mm, at least try, you know? 
I mean, the the other thing, and we both agreed that we liked this, was Marshawn Lynch appearing. He was the best part. He was the best part. Again. That was like the first five minutes. Right. That's why like, I thought it was funny because you had Terry Seattle eating pizza from Nakatomi Pizza, which mm-hmm. I love the, the nod to Die Hard. Then you had Marshawn Lynch coming in. And saying, you're the dude from Ozark. Like, so it's just like, I felt like that was a natural reaction to what's going on here. And the rest of it just kind of, it felt forced. I mean, it's... It's not horrible, but I don't think you have to, like, rush to watch it. Or if you yeah. skip it, it will be fine. I like, think if you were having a Christmas party and you put it on in the background, it would be sort of, like, adorable kind of background thing going on. But other than that, like, I don't know if if I would recommend you all sit around and gather and watch this as a Christmas special. It's just not – doesn't really hold up. No, no. I mean, I had such high expectations for it because I I do. I mean, I love Jason Bateman. I love Maya Rudolph. I was disappointed that Pete Davidson was there. I don't understand his appeal. I really, really don't. Yeah. He was on Saturday Night Live. I didn't think he was funny at all. He was such a wet blanket compared to everybody else on there. Like he had the personality of a brick wall. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I, I don't find him funny. No. And so, he wasn't funny in this either. No. So I just don't I just don't get it. I honestly feel like he was probably walking around somewhere and they're like, do you want to be on a show? Yeah. Come do this for five minutes. And Yeah. And yeah. he's like, OK, because he couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I mean. It's I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It, I know. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's got its moments. They're few yeah. and far between. Some of the moments are quite good, but if you if you like the if you like improv and you like these actors, you might want to watch it. If you like Murderville, the show and the setup and the murders and the the celebrities actually trying to solve a murder, this really does not do that in the way that the other ones did. No, no. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we are uh, two down, one to go. This one, I told you this was going to be like half, I know, it was right? going to be, yeah, it was, yeah it's going to be a quick one, quick one. Okay, so I put Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special last, because I was convinced we were both going to love it, and we would just gush about this, but then you ended up not liking it, All and right, I so- want to kind of get into this a little bit, um, because I loved it, and I've actually watched it twice now, so. So, I'm going to do, can I do a little bit of a run-up to why? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, number one, we were talking about this uh, when I one of the reasons I don't like it is I still have, you know, bitter feelings towards Star-Lord um, letting letting uh, Thanos snap everybody. Um, kind of a hothead move there. Still a little upset with him. And I've also like, I don't know, I've developed this thing. I don't know him personally, so but I don't like Chris Pratt. And okay. it's it's really just- Okay, it's really starting. Yeah. Think about this. Yeah. Is that because you feel like he's partially to blame for ruining your dinosaur movies? Well, I mean, there's that, and then there's Chris Pratt, the person. Um, Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's uh, fair. (laughs) Like, there's Chris Pratt who did the did the Hollywood thing. He got big, and he leaves his wife that he was with forever. With. 
disabled child, right? Yeah, and then he goes out and he marries a Schwarzenegger, talking about the Kennedy. Uh, you know, she's a yeah. Schwarzenegger Kennedy, and he belongs to a church that endorses homophobia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he had his second child, he made it a point to say how happy he was that the child was healthy, which felt like a diss. Mm-hmm. to Anna Ferris. So whether, you know, like I said, I don't know him. There's just been a lot of missteps that have made, you know, I don't like him. I wish we could just freeze him in time as he was as Andy on mm-hmm. Parks and Rec. So coming into that, I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's see what happens with Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was also upset about the whole Guardians just being in Thor for five minutes, which I felt like it was a waste of time. I thought that was interesting but I, no i agree i wanted actually more guardians in thor yeah it was like why are you here oh, yeah. okay if you're just gonna leave so yeah. those are you know so okay. those are some bitter feelings that i okay had. okay if you could put your feelings of chris pratt the person aside and just look at the christmas special in and of itself you know kind of self-contained within the guardians universe do you think you'd feel any different like if you tried to look at you know, it's it's plot and it's jokes and it's it's use of the whole Kevin Bacon, like coming full circle from Guardians one and, and that kind of thing. Like, does it work as a self-contained entity if you try to look at it that way? So so I understand what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I know I should find it funny. But I can't I don't know, like it's maybe because, you know, I like Drax. I like Mantis, but I don't know if the two of them together, I didn't feel like they could sustain <laughs> 45 minutes of fun. Then you add Kevin Bacon, which is, you know, it's funny. I like that he's self-deprecating. Nobody wants to hear Kevin Bacon sing. No oh, one. really? Hasn't he been a professional musician for years? Yes, but he, nobody goes to see him. It's him and his brother. If I had that sort of money, I would go out and be a singer, too. Okay, that's As, fair. So would I. <laughs> for fun. Like, yeah. you know, you don't, you know, it's like, hey. It's just, or I, mean, I would you, just sell art. Bad yeah, art. That's, Mediocre that's what art. I, you know, cause, and people would buy it. Sure. Because, so, so this is a nepotism thing. <laughs> this is just like, I'm not, I'm just like, my whole thing when I was watching it is, what is the point of this? No point. I yeah. was okay with that. Yeah. The Okay, so there's actually minor points. So the minor points that you get from this are, number one. They still don't know where Gamora is. So that will be a big plot point going into Guardians 3. Number two, um, after what happened with the Collector, the Collector has cleared out of nowhere, and the Guardians seem to have taken up residence in nowhere. And they've created a kind of sanctuary in there for the Ravagers and, you know, kind of whoever else is their sort of lost souls um, inside nowhere, and they have Cosmo with them. Which I freaking loved. Well, that was another oh, thing. Like I'm like, Cosmo. yeah, I was like, am I supposed to know this dog? And then she I looked- was in a cage. <laughs> That's the collector okay. had her. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm like, I looked it up, and I was like, oh, okay, this is this is an important plot point, and yes. she's she's voiced by the uh, actress who was in the Borat movie recently. Yep, yep, so exactly. I love Cosmo. She was also a big plot point in the Guardians of the Galaxy game that came out not that long ago. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I don't know. I thought it was fun. It was short. I kind of agree with you on Mantis and Drax. They, You could only stand them together for so long. But just when it was getting to that point, it was done. You know, they were back at nowhere and, 
you know, whatever. It was it was pretty much over at that point. I also think it had some of the best kind of like little like, for example, little um, inside jokes and things when um, Nebula goes to chase down Kevin Bacon and she was like, you can't run from me. That was I will say that was very funny. I did chuckle at and, that. Uh, that she went to Earth to get um Bucky's arm to give to uh, <laughs> to give to Rocket as a Christmas present. I don't know that cracked me up. Or like Groot is now slightly better. Like he's not a he's kind of like a young adult Groot instead of a a young teenage jerk Groot. And so he makes everybody Christmas presents, but they're like wooden dioramas that he made like out of his own wood. Yeah. And I thought that's so cute, you know, like that's See, it needed that, it needed more of that. I, yeah, those those things I really like. I also really love the song in the beginning because I guess like that's a real band that James Gunn brought in to like perform that. And they like wrote that song together in like 10 minutes. They just knocked it out and, and wrote that for the show. And I just thought it was adorable <laughs> where they start talking about things at Christmas and Peter's just standing there going, no, no, that's so wrong. It's very wrong. And I don't know. I just thought it was cute and it was well done. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, there's, yeah, I just it could have enjoyed it, it. It could be like the, you know, another reason is like I'm just very upset with Marvel as a, as it exists now, and it's like I hope this movie is good, and you weren't just, you know, messing I have a around. Feeling this movie is gonna be amazing, and also it will destroy you. I think it's gonna be. Well, I, sad. I, I hope so. Oh no, I don't. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I already, I know it's gonna be like James Gunn has said this movie's gonna break people, and like I'm just, I'm looking forward to it and not looking forward to it at the same time because like I bawled my eyes out at the, I think I bawled my eyes out at every Guardians movie, which is so weird, yeah, but I definitely <laughs> bawled my eyes out at the first one. I'm just thinking of like, oh, when you're when you're watching the Guardians and just how the how it was sort of portrayed as the fun. Marvel arm of and what's I can't going stop on. Crying. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like it's right? like, I, yeah, when his mom dies in the first, freaking Yondu in the second one, bawling my eyes out, totally crying. And then they did a whole little flashback about Yondu in this one, and it was yeah. all cute and animated, totally crying again. <laughs> See, I would have liked if it was animated. I would have thought that would have been really cool. See, I, I think it was cool that they did it not animated with the little animated flashback. I thought that was a neat trope. I thought I like that idea. And I like the fact that they took the Nowhere set, which they already had, and they must have put a million Christmas lights in that set. And I just thought it looked real cool. And I was like, I want to go to this set for Christmas and see it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It was cute. It made me chuckle a couple of times. I, 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 my other favorite line was when Mantis had the candy cane and Drax had the little elf that they had stole from Kevin Bacon, but he dropped it somewhere and, and, and he, and he wanted to go back for it and she wouldn't let him. And he, she's, he's like, why do you get to keep your candy cane? And I can't get my little man. And she goes, because I'm responsible. (laughs) (laughs) And I just laughed so hard. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I don't know. I just thought they had some really good lines. I thought it was hilarious that they landed in Hollywood and everyone thought they were just costumed people that you yes. take pictures with and started tipping them to take pictures with them. So they end up with this fat wad of cash because people are just 
sipping them to take pictures. And that's probably what would happen. I know. That seemed very, very real. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Everything about it, even just just thinking back on it, I just found it well done, enjoyable. It was short. It was sweet. It was to the point. It was like 45 minutes long. And and then it was done. And I, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was really good. Especially since, like you say, a lot of the Marvel stuff coming out hasn't been... Hasn't been that precise, hasn't been that crisp, hasn't been that self-contained and like, hey, here it is. It's good. It's it's quick. It's done. We're not going to drag it out and then try to redeem it in the last episode. <laughs> She-Hulk. <laughs> oh, sorry. And, um, you know, I just oh, I just really enjoyed it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sad that you didn't enjoy it because I was really hoping this was going to be like the one where we'd be like Marvel's back, you know. And it yeah. was for me, but yeah. Yeah, for me, I'm just like, if they're goofing off while they're making this movie, and this movie is not good, I'm gonna be really upset. Uh, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be good, and we're all gonna be upset that James Gunn went to the DCU after. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, we'll talk about that in another episode. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. lots of, lots of stuff going on I in know. DCU. James Gunn dominating the news these days. Is it good? Is it bad? Nobody knows. We don't know. Yeah, nobody knows. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But we do know. We do know it's the uh, Christmas season, holiday season, all of Mm -hmm. that. Uh, I got Alyn some chocolates, and she already ate them. I already ate them. Yep. And she got me a blanket with bears all over it. It's in the dryer right now. Yeah. I was Mm going to say, in in my defense, they were delicious, and they were also small. So I was able to tell myself that, you know. You put totally so justified. Ma- yeah, if you put so many of them together, it equals one. Right, right. It's like probably one candy bar, maybe like a Kit Kat or something. Yeah, I mean yeah. a delicious high-end quality Kit Kat. Yeah, um, you know things like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was, uh, you know, tis tis the season. Yep. I would recommend definitely the Guardians special. If you're a fan of the Guardians, I would definitely recommend it. That would be my biggest recommendation out of the three. For and me, yours, it's yours probably Violent Night, right? Violent Night, Violent yeah. Night, definitely. So if I you mean, want uh, some horror, humor, gross-out kind of stuff, go for oh that. Oh, yeah. One. Yeah, go for that. I mean, look, you're going to watch what you want to watch, you know? But totally. if you're Yeah, if you're interested in Murderville, if you're interested in, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, if you're interested in David Harbour, who is just a national treasure, <laughs> <laughs> like, just love him, love Like, I love the fact, I forget how old he is. I feel like he's, like, in his late 40s. But, like, he's been working so hard in Hollywood. And now, now's the time that his career is taking off. And he's just such a humble guy when you watch him in interviews and everything. And I guess I was reading on IMDb, last bit of trivia here. Originally, they wanted to do Violent Night and have him be the Easter Bunny. But he refused to wear the costume. Oh, really? Yes. So Any idea why? Like, was it just hot? Like, I, I don't know. I'm just imagining that they put him in an Easter Bunny costume, like a Christmas story. Like, it's like a big pink costume. And he's like, no. <laughs> so he was Santa instead? He was Santa instead. I mean, it's that type of movie. You could just insert holiday here. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. And it would be. But, but I mean, Violent Night works because it's Silent Night. Right. right I thought it was right. a pun. It is. It is. A, it is a pun. And you're going to know in the first five minutes of watching it whether or not you're going to like it. 
Oh, that's cool. Cause then yeah. I can watch five minutes and figure it out. Exactly. So <laughs> if you're, if you're chuckling in the first five minutes, keep watching it. Cause you're just going to keep liking it. But if you're like, this is dumb, then don't. Then just stop. Cause it's yeah. just more of the same. It's just more of the same. Okay. So yeah, I dare you. I triple dog dare you. <laughs> to Done. Watch it. All right. Well, that was it. That was our three. That was quick. Yeah, we we just like cruise through boom, that. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, the next one will be a big one, and that will be yeah. our end of year review, too. So, yeah. Looking forward to that. We've got our best of the year for movies, TV, books, and video games, as well as some surprises. So we'll see you again soon for that. As always, um, if you would like, follow, and subscribe, we would greatly appreciate it. I do love to see the numbers go up. Find us on social media, just Facebook and the Instagram crackers these days, right? Yeah, until until Twitter stops burning. <laughs> it's been a very entertaining dumpster fire. Oh, but... yes, yes. Mm. Not if you're a journalist who's been banned, but... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So anyway, search for Three Speech and look for the bears. And um, and again, one more time, our music by Zapsplat.com. Um, always fun to get sound effects from them. And wishing everyone a very safe and happy holiday season, no matter what you celebrate. And we will see you again close to or right at the new year.